is happening, everybody? We are live, baby! <laughs> Welcome oh, to man. the Resistance broadcast live outside of Star Wars Celebration. Don't sue us, Lucasfilm. <laughs> uh, thank you so much to everybody for joining us. I'm John, James, Lacey. Uh, This is going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited. And uh, before we get started, I just want to say thank you to Radiant Beer Co. Ryan, Ryan helped us put yes. this whole event together. Yes. So thank you, Ryan, very, ben very there much. As well, Ben, absolutely. Yeah, Ben, ben absolutely. Ben's our sound yeah, guy. Ben. Thank you, Ben. Uh, also, and, and if you. He's alive, though, back there. He's not dead. <laughs> like another Ben I know. Also, a special. <laughs> uh, Special thanks to uh, Val Trichkoff, who's the owner of StarWarsNewsNet.com, who helped make this event happen so that you guys can attend a free event, uh, except for the beer. Don't steal beers from Ryan. Uh, but uh, thanks to Val. Uh, he's probably sleeping now, but he'll be watching eventually. And uh, also a big thank you to our patrons of TRB. Uh, a lot of you are here. Uh, again, this stuff would not happen without you. So uh, before we start having fun, a little sentimental, thank you all very, very much for all of your support. It means a great deal to the three of us. Thank you. I've been blushing for like 30 minutes, so I'm sorry <laughs> if I look bright red. So just a little bad news to start the show. Uh, we were expecting George Lucas to join us tonight. But he was racing hot rods up in Northern California and, and couldn't make it. So unfortunately, he won't be here. But mm -hmm. uh, so you got three of us, and uh, that's good enough, I think. What do I you think, guys think? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So how are you feeling, man? I am nervous, but also I'm so glad to be here, and I can't believe that everything that we've been planning and dreaming up for the last three years is finally here and happening. And I'm looking at all of you, and it's blowing my mind. <laughs> Honestly. Thank yeah. you for being here. Lacey, how are you feeling? Well, the last time I did one of these, uh, I wasn't a mom. That's kind <laughs> yes. of a big deal. <laughs> yes. um, I'm overwhelmed. As I said, I'm bright red. I'm going to start sweating, so I apologize in advance. It is good that we got cloud cover. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. But I'm so pumped to be here, guys. It means so much to all of us that you're here. We're ready to talk about Star Wars. There's been a lot of stuff this week. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> and we're gonna, it's going to be a pretty typical TRB show. Uh, we like to keep it as we usually do it. So uh, we're going to kick things off with a little segment we like to call Will of the Force. I fear nothing for all this as the Force wills it. Thank you. Weird on that one. Thank you, Jarrett. Yeah. <laughs> he can't see you, but you can see him. Uh, James, what have we got, buddy? Uh, we got a couple questions here. Uh, we're going to kick it off. You guys know how it goes. Will of the Force, right? Uh, question one is going to be, if and when Kathleen Kennedy moves on from Lucasfilm, will Dave Filoni wear the hat and take over as president? Get it? Hat. Because he has a hat. She wrote I that. I wrote bit. that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start with you, Lacey, on this one. What, what are you thinking about Dave Filoni? I think he will. I honestly think they're they're getting him in a position that he's going to be like, he is the next George Lucas, and I think from what we saw, which first of all, I think he hope I hope he hosts every single panel, 
because he was yes. amazing. He was so good at the Lucasfilm Showcase. Yeah. He was hilarious. And Mando today was uh, he was so good. He was really? so amazing, yes. so yeah. personable, and I really hope that he does take up that position because I think he just gets it, and yeah. I think he gets us. And he did like the panel I saw with him on. I think it was the showcase. Yeah. He was obviously on script, but he really did a good job of making it seem canned, off the cuff, and, and that sort of thing. He's, he actually did go off script. Favreau I was being did. that sneaky person that was looking at the teleprompter. Oh, <laughs> he did too? Okay. Kathy did not go off script. She was no. word for word. Right. What? Yeah. She does the two Harrison whole just threw thing it too. out the door. He was like, nah. nah, nah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Favreau did because she walked off stage and he's like, Kathy, come back here, come back here. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then he's like, just so you know, you know, because all the people who are like, the Star Wars I like, she didn't do. The Star Wars I didn't like, she did. And he's like, no, no, she's the person. So I just want to make that clear. And she's like, oh, thank you. And she gets off yeah, stage. I bet he has a yeah. burner account, John Favreau. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I bet he has it. a yeah. burner account. It's probably that other one that people think is him, that John Favs John or whatever. Favre. Yeah, it's probably actually John Favreau. <laughs> yeah. Go look that up if you haven't checked it out. He gets tagged in shit like everything. Yeah. Oh, all of his guy. tweets are like, oh, your money, baby. That's yeah, like during exactly. the Oscars when that guy was named Will Smith. And the oh, Will Smith thing right. happened, and that's he just right. wrote, yeah. "Tonight's going to be bad for me." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, what do you think? Do you think he's going to take over? I don't. Uh, I think they might follow, because Marvel's just like with Kevin Feige and stuff like that. Uh, I think they're going to do the creative head thing, and he might be in charge of that. But I think Disney is very uh, corporate in the sense where they like business people in those positions. So I think they'll put someone who's more of an executive there and let Filoni be the creative driver. Uh, but he'll be top at one point. He's only 47. We've looked that up today. Mm-hmm. He's a young guy. Uh, we Googled. We Googled. Yeah. In two, uh, two, we were waiting two hours for the Mandalorian experience. Worth it. Sitting on the, <laughs> sitting on the rug to my feet have been killing me. But uh, I think he'll be head of creative one day, but not run Lucasfilm was president. That's my answer. Yeah, I think I'm in more in line with that. I think that it's come down to a couple of people saying that it's one person to be this and it's one person to like run this company, kind of like running a company. And I just don't know that even though Dave is as talented as he is and he's come from here to here to here and he just keeps going and it seems like, well, one day you're going to run this company. I just kind of feel like that's a different job. Like, if he were as smart as he seems like he is, he would know, I need to get the right person to do this. The same way that Kathleen Kennedy is saying, I'm not creating, I'm not writing the stories, I'm not keeping track of the lore, I need to get the right people to do this. And that type of collaboration is what makes Star Wars and Lucasfilm what it is, in my opinion. Yeah. But I want to ask you guys, what what do you guys think? So we have crowd participation tonight, Uh, right? With hands, uh, we yes. do like, yeah. But, yeah, let's do the hand thing. So, like, where are you guys feeling about Dave Filoni becoming president or like leading Lucasfilm beyond Kathleen Kennedy? It's okay. So agree with me. If you it's think, all right. If you think he will replace her, raise your hand. Raise your hands. All Get in a couple. Them. Yeah. Put them up. So like six people. So then I'm assuming, <laughs> are you guys more in line with him just being kind of a, a higher elevated role, but not president? So he won't. Charlie, okay. how could you all do right. this to me? <laughs> Man of the people. Oh my gosh. Man of the people. Well, one I, for uh, one. I, oh shoot. James. Dump it. I, it must be a spam or something. Dump I don't know. It. It I can't believe. Okay. Had that call ten minutes ago. Maybe. Oh my Mom? gosh. Mom. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If it was my mom. Then pick up. I can't talk right now. I'm doing a live show. <laughs> no. Uh, let's move on to the second question, though. Um, it comes uh, John here. Oh, shoot. Is there, we a, is there, is there a silence? Button? We practiced. What was that sound? What was that? Uh, it was a voicemail. Um, should, I hope it's not my mom. It says it, it. It says it's unknown. But should we? Do you guys want us to listen no, to it? No, 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 no. Listen now. Listen. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Well, all right. Let's, let's, okay, we'll let's play it. Let's right, check it right. out. Here we go. One new message. Hello, John James uh, Lacey. This is. Uh, George Lucas, creator of the Star Wars saga. You probably already knew that. <laughs> uh, ultimately, uh, I'm not going to be able to come to your, your live uh, Resistance broadcast event. Um, I'm kind of busy working on some smaller films, um, physically uh, smaller films. The, the entire crew is uh, uh, people that are no more than one to two inches. You know, So you want to talk about inclusivity you know listen i'm the guy that made willow for crying out loud right so uh you know these these films are so small that i'll probably not even see them you know because the, they use little miniature cameras and monitors so i don't i don't know if anyone will ever see these movies but uh you know i guess we'll find out <laughs> anyway uh i just want to say good luck you know with your show and um i hope you i hope you kill it you know the way they almost Killed Harrison with that, with that, that door, the Falcon door on the Force Awakens. There's a bunch of idiots. J.J. Abrams, what a clown. Anyway, uh, well, because I won't be there, uh, I just wanted to kind of contribute something. So I had my um, production assistant, well, he's my intern, really, Rick McCallum. Maybe you've heard of him. <laughs> uh, I had him place a picture of my favorite Star Wars character, Jar Jar under one of the chairs in your audience. So whoever finds that is gonna win a copy of the original Star Wars, the way I always intended my films to be seen. Wait a second, I didn't write that. You, you better include that, that Jabba and Han Solo sequence. I just love when he steps up on him, steps on his tail. Al Hickel so hates that scene. Anyway, all right, well, uh, Misa, Misa happy. Uh, Misa wishing you uh, good luck, uh, have fun, and uh, uh, may the force be with you. Thank you, Mr. Lucas. Yeah. Um, so Appreciate that. Check under your chairs. Uh, I promise there's probably something there, is my guess. So reach down below your chair. Way down in there. Down in you'll there. feel something. <laughs> and... Oh, 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 there it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Misa Happy. Misa Jar Jar. Oh, what is that? Oh. It says... Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> what is it? Star Wars on Laserdisc. <laughs> Congratulations. That's legit. Good luck watching that. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's probably from his personal collection. I think so. Yeah. If I had four more beers, Jeremy, I would have tripped right over that and smashed my face. <laughs> um, so, well, sorry, so Ryan. Before, that before up, we get going, that was not the real George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. that, that, I, don't know, I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, deep fake George Lucas videos. That was Josh Robert Thompson, who's been on... Uh, uh, the Craig Ferguson show and Family Guy and stuff. Uh, we reached out to him and he does such a great impression. And he said, I'll do it, no charge. And uh, so thank you to Josh Robert yes, Thompson for doing that, man. It's Appreciate also just George Lucas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Will of the Force. <laughs> oh, you're right. right. No. <laughs> um, all right, question two we got here going on. Uh, I know you guys are going to be excited about this one. Uh, Will we see Olden Ehrenreich again as Han Solo? (laughs) What Solo? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. John, I'm starting with you on this one. What do you think? I'm nervous because it's it's clearly going to be a split crowd (laughs) on this. Yes, man. Makes a little too happen. Yeah. And whether it's a movie or series or he shows up in Lando or something, I think... He should come back, and my heart believes he will because Star Wars is about hope, and I hope he does come back because he was an awesome Han Solo. I don't care what anybody says. Lacey. Yeah, so if you asked me a week ago, uh, I'd probably say no based on of the, the, Kathleen yeah. Kennedy's comments. Mm-hmm. But she retracted them two days ago, so I'm going to say yes. Yeah, that That's was... That's right, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was interesting, because I think everybody took those comments as, like, a hard right, and now she's backtracking hard left. But it always felt like she was saying, never say never, but... And now she's kind of saying, never say never, right. so... I think right? so. I think there's no way that they cast all those young people to not pick up the role again later. Yeah. I know we're getting a Lando series, so that's why her recasting comment didn't make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would love to see him back. Makes a little two happen. I think it's going to happen. And and I, I think I'm on that page, too. I just think, like, they're aware of it. You know, they've told, uh, like, we've had conversations with people that say they, they know. I've talked with, we've said it on the show before, Michelle Wedgwan. We're very aware of oh, what yeah. you guys are doing. Forgot about that. Yeah, and, and we love it. We love the support. She took a picture of my shirt and sent it to John Kasdan. You know, it's like yeah. they know what we're doing, and they know I was the one that yelled it. solo at them, by the way, in the panel. <laughs> yeah. I was like, solo! And Ron was like, what? Oh, the showcase panel? The showcase panel. And then at the ILM one, I was the idiot who yelled make solo yeah. to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Really moving the campaign. Yeah. But but also, <laughs> it was not just these two idiots. It right. was all through the room. <laughs> hey, self-proclaimed. You're the idiot for not doing it. Yeah, you're kind yeah. of an idiot. Yeah. I wanted, idiot. I wanted to see if it happened, and it did. It was so good. Yeah. yeah so um, I'm sticking with that. I'm going, yes, he will. Three I think, for three. I think down the line, as John likes to say, we're going to see him here or there. I don't know if it's Solo 2. I don't know if it's The Ventures of Han Solo. But Alton Ehrenreich will be back. That's what I said. Yes. Do we even need to ask them? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think? Uh, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a third question here. All right. Will the classic Skywalker lightsaber, this is, of course, Anakin's, Luke's, Ray's now, uh, will it be dug up and used again in future live-action Star Wars? So Lacey gets to go first on this one. That's rough because I don't want to see it again. 
I really love Ray's Yellow Saber. I know that's news to everybody. Um, that I like yellow, the Yellow Saber. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You have so two I, of them, don't you? I do have two. Yeah. Just in case you break one. Um, now there's two I, I of just them. don't think they're going to be dug back up. But at the same time, I know we've talked about it before about when you dig by digging it up, you're kind of tying it back into the story. Um, I just don't want to see it. I, I want to move forward with the story, and I think that Ray used some of the crystals from those to make hers, and that's why it's yellow because oh, it switches between blue and green to make the yellow. So Possible. I'm going to say no. Yeah. Can I jump in before you, John? Yeah. Um, so I think. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, I think I would normally say no to this, but I think I'm going to say yes. Um, and I understand the difference here, but we just saw someone dig up two classic lightsabers out of the sand. Shut up, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> you all knew what's happening anyway. Come yeah. on. Um, and seeing that moment and seeing how uh, people reacted to it, uh, I think that that was a little bit of a test for them to say, how, how long does it take these lightsabers to be buried? 10 years? 20 years or something like that? So when I, I think that's where they're going. When we do see Ray come back at some point, uh, those lightsabers are probably going to get dug up and it will have some bigger meaning uh, maybe as we were kind of teased in Force Awakens, like, oh, he's a Jedi killer and they're hunting relics and remember yeah. all that stuff? Yeah. Like, that seems like it still could be a thing that someone would want that lightsaber and uh, it could be part of the story. I'm surprised. I thought you were going to say no because you're usually like the finality guy. You're well, like, yeah, but I mean, like I said, I just saw it and I yeah, thought... Yeah, true. That, so the, I honestly forgot about that. Yeah, so Obi-Wan swayed you. Like, so you didn't see Obi-Wan, you would have said no. So Obi-Wan just completely swayed you the other way. That's interesting. All right. Surprising for me, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes. Um, I, think, I think yes. I think... I don't know. There's, you kind of swayed me that she may have gutted them from the crystals, which is a really good point. But I think it would be interesting if... Like, I could just picture, like, some sort of teaser trailer where they fade into the desert like they always do, and some dark-hooded figure shows up, conjures those two puppies up, and maybe puts red crystals in them or something, and, and red bull? really turn everything around. Um, but I, I just have a feeling there's such a vast open canvas after episode nine, I'm getting way too close, sorry, uh, that I think we will see them again, uh, and they'll be used and ignited, but maybe not in the way that we traditionally have, have known it to be. Yeah. That's fair. I get that. And uh, then it's to you guys. What do you think? So let's go first. Do you think that they're going to get dug up, used again in later stories? Hands up? Hands up? Well, th- here's our split. This was yeah. a good one. Wow. All right. So then... Hands up if you think that they're buried. That's it. That's the Charlie, end of the story. Charlie, thank you. <laughs> That's I close. don't know. I don't know who won that. Like, honestly, I'd have to sit there and count. Should we do a woo? Maybe let's do a woo. Do it again and do <laughs> a right, woo. Do it again. First one, it's they're they coming will. back. They yeah. will come back. Woo! All right. Come on, Charlie. Buried and done. Let's woo. Oh, you got that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, that's it. Well, not yet. Oh. So whether or not they do come back in canon Star Wars, we decided we'll bring it back today, and we're going to give away one of the legacy lightsabers right now to somebody. And we, Lacey, I think, 
You've decided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Charlie. <laughs> Don't bury it, Charlie. <laughs> Congrats, buddy. He's going to go home and be like... <laughs> yeah! All right! Awesome, man. <laughs> He's like, wait, I get to keep it? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then now that's it for Will of the Force, and we're going to move into our next section, which is our discussion. Obi-Wan once thought as you do. A lot of people point to that line now about them fighting and, you know, what's going to happen in Kenobi. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. Like, we've been using that forever, and now that's the one people go to to talk about, like, what are they going to get mm -hmm. into when they see each mm -hmm. other? Which cool. might, I mean, it's a good way to start, I guess. So this mm -hmm. discussion's more, like, no topic focus or anything like that. It's more of just... Because we all just got a lot of info, and we saw two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi, which felt like a movie. Yes. You guys know I love open-ended. So. Yeah. Great. <laughs> and, and I think it was like an hour and a half out of the two episodes. So like just starting there, uh, I really, really dug the first two episodes of that show. And the thing that really stood out to me, two things. One was... Uh, I love The Mandalorian. I, I, I really like the Book of Boba Fett. I like the crazier Book of Boba Fett stuff than like the earlier... Uh, Tuscan Raiders, like I like the rancor and the, the wildness of the last chapter, which I think was most people's least favorite, but for some reason I had such a roller coaster ride with that one. But the Kenobi series felt very cinematic and like big in scale. It felt like it was a movie. And that, that was the first thing that stood out to me. And then the second was Ewan McGregor being right back in the pocket, having really good dialogue to work off of. You know, no offense to the prequels, there was some choppy dialogue. I still love them very much, but he is clearly doing this perfect meld that he kind of talked about in the interviews of transitioning to the like Alec Guinness version of Obi-Wan in his voice. So it's more of a like, uh, like a throaty thing. And then how he moves around, even his like little nuances to his body. And the one thing that stood out to me the most is when he grabs Leia by the hand on Dayu. Is that it? The planet? Dayu? Uh, which is like Blade Runner. Like that was like, looks so much like Blade Runner. But he like took her hand and he started like crawling like this. And I was like, the first thing I thought of was Alec Guinness like creeping around the Death Star, like in hiding. And I think like Deborah Chow like probably like helped him channel that. And I love that it's not, you know, because he still has nine years to go to get to that point. But there's clearly a, a transition there, and I really appreciate how they did it. They, they everything about this series so far in the first two episodes, they've towed the line like perfectly, in my opinion. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed that. That was the first two takeaways for me. Yeah, I think uh, th this Kenobi show is going to be awesome, I think. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Through. Can you repeat that? <laughs> Can you believe this guy? Can you repeat that, James? I never said that it was not going to be good. We don't need to see him grumpy in the desert. <laughs> we don't need this show. I said, you know, I, I, I think when it first came around, that was my mindset. And to some degree, it still is, which is not, they're not giving us that, though, you know? What yeah. I thought the show could be, what fans have sometimes said, that's what they want to see. I said, I don't think we need that. That doesn't serve any purpose. And they've since kind of changed the story around. Well, he's going to go on an adventure. He's going off planet. He has to go, you know, rescue this. And there's the Inquisitors are hunting him and stuff. And I'm like, okay, 
I can I can believe that. I can buy into that. That starts to make sense. And with all things Star Wars, I say I give it the benefit of the doubt always. Like I'm like, okay, yeah. you know, I'm not sure about that story, but let's go on that journey. Yeah. And so far these first two episodes showed me that it's going to have a lot of weight and it will pay off and it will be what fans wanted, you know? And I think there's a lot to it. I'm very excited about the show and uh, how it all wraps up. And, and we also don't know if they're going to do more. So, was, <laughs> you know, they're saying that he Ewan's was it Rex? That. What? You've been racking your mind about this. Was it Rex? I'm saying it's not Rex. All right. That's where I'm How many at. people think it's Rex? Too much hair. Too much hair. So then are you guys with me that it's not Rex? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, it's just, to me, it doesn't make any sense. Tamara Morrison's going to make so much money just playing. He oh, is God. making so yeah. much money. That's why he's like been the hardest partying person at Celebration. Everyone's like, you saw him. Mike, yeah, you saw him at a bar. Like Everyone's like, yeah, that guy's just partying hard this week. Living his best life. He just got all this clone money he's throwing around the convention. Uh, my, my initial reaction to that was, that's Rex. You know, holy Me cow. Too. And I think yeah. the audience did the, the same audience thing. The audience in the room gasped. Yes, they thought it was, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I thought, okay, we're about to get a really crazy moment. And then it just kind of didn't happen. And I thought, he's walking around with Leia, talking about the Force, talking about Jedis. And he's whispering, you know, so it's not like they can't absolutely stay quiet he is talking a little uh so then we get to that scene and it just doesn't make sense that he wouldn't say rex you know or or vice versa like obi-wan is that you you know and have a moment that's what threw me off is i was like if they knew each other he would have said something yes so i think i think you just got to look at it and you're like okay well this guy's clearly 501st to some degree he's got the the outfit but i just don't think it, it is rex but we now have on the an idea subtitles, of what it, it just could look said, like. Yeah, on the subtitles for Disney+. Plus. So I didn't watch it at the premiere. These guys did. I didn't. So I watched it in a completely different environment than that hype mm-hmm. environment yeah. of, like, fans. Um, it says veteran. It says Clone War veteran or something like oh, that. Really? It doesn't say Rex. Hmm. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. So, so what was your takeaway from the two episodes? What stood out to you? What were things that you uh, noticed that jumped out? I loved it. I thought Ewan was great. I thought... You know, it was such an exciting feeling to see him back on screen, especially because we know that he worked so hard to make this show happen. There were so many years that he had to, like, secretly hide it from press and fans where he's like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, And then ended up that he was doing it, you know. And he showed up at the solo premiere, which we were like, that's weird. And now we know why. You said he sat next to Ray Park, He did. He sat next to Ray Park, which is also very interesting. Um, But I loved the show. I thought it was great. Um, I think there were some things that kind of stuck out to me but again I watched it at like 7am like in the morning by myself so I have to go back and watch it again I haven't I, watched it twice yet yeah because it's it's been a week that like you're getting hit with a lot of information mm-hmm. and you're like wow this is a lot I don't know what to yeah do. I think the thing that stood out to me was the Jawa conversation at the beginning was awesome was so I funny. laughed out loud for a while <laughs> it was just so perfectly done between the Jawa and him it was great um, I loved uh, Joel Edgerton, I thought he stood out in that episode. I thought he was wonderful. Um, and he completely connected his character with the one we meet in A New Hope. Like, it was the same person. Wow. Um, I thought the Inquisitors were very scary, which is good. That's yeah. their job. Um, yeah. Reva specifically. Yeah, Reva was fabulous. Yes. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought it was really great. And I knew watching it that it was building towards something. I think I've learned since Mandalorian Season 1 to kind of tamper my expectations because I've been like 
11 heads out of 11. Yeah. And now I'm yeah. going in and I'm like, okay, maybe this was like more of a seven. Um, so I have a couple criticisms, which I'll get to, but I, I feel like compared to these guys, I was like, well, there's a couple things that I like and a couple things I didn't like. Um, but I promise you, I did enjoy it. Yeah. And I think that, so the Leia thing, is that what you were talking about? Yeah. So this is a rough topic from yeah. what I've seen online. Yeah. Look, I think she was great. I think she was, she was Princess Leia. Yeah. I just think that they went a little hard towards the end of the episode with her. To Leia? Is that what you're saying? Like No, to little kid. Oh. Right. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know about anybody else. When I'm a little kid, when I was a little kid at one point, uh, I, if I was scared or in a bad situation, I wasn't constantly yelling and, and asking questions. Mm. Also, she ran really slow. Like, it was really <laughs> weird to me how slow she ran. <laughs> Like, I wish my son ran that slow. Right. And oh, that's man. what I was... It, like, I don't know if anybody's ever seen that meme with the guy on the beach and the Speedo that's like running away from the camera. And he's like, oh, stop. <laughs> like, that's what she felt like to me. Like, I was like, just run. Run fast. What do you She run? ran about as fast as a Tatooine Speeder, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boba yeah. Fett. Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Yeah. Welcome. Ah, you, came, you came right at the right I'm point, just man. talking about you. <laughs> Wow. The Grand Inquisitor just showed up. Wow. Uh, and the graduate. I'll, I won't give my critiques of him. <laughs> um, no, I thought it was great. I, I think she's a fabulous version of Leia. I loved all her outfits and the callbacks to we see in the original trilogy. Her hair, obviously. I'm a big hair person of Star Wars. Yes. You know that. Um, and what else? I loved the connection of the ship in the beginning that Luke has in A New Hope. I, oh, I wow. cheered yeah. at that. Oh, the, the Skyhopper toy? Yep. Man, and, and I, Santa Obi-Wan. It was wonderful. And yeah. I think my second favorite moment outside the Jawa, which is kind of funny that everyone's like, oh, this moment, this moment. I'm like, the Jawa was my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, was the point where he realizes Anakin is still alive. That was mm. such oh, yeah. a good moment. And it was perfect. And I played it back twice. It was that good. Yeah. And I think what is so like startling to me is because we keep seeing... You know, Hayden Christensen and his, like, smiley, happy, good-looking yeah. face in all these interviews. And you forget, like, he's coming Smi back as Darth Vader. You said that really angry. Smiley, smiley good-looking. Yeah, it's like sand. <laughs> or, or Tusken Raiders in the prequels. How dare he be so good-looking. Yeah. Not Tusken Raiders are the good guys. But, uh, yeah, you, you almost forget. Like, he's playing Darth Vader. And then they show the close-up of him in the tank. And he just looks like... So evil, Horrifying. so horrible, and the music's yeah. booming, and the, the breathing in the in the back to tank is like horror movie. Yes, like yeah, like Jason Voorhees coming out of the lake or something, like Michael Myers style. Yeah, but it's always creepy in movies and stuff and TV where like someone has their eyes closed and they just open them randomly. And was that a slow push? We call that a slow push. Was it, a slow, it, it was, was a slow out. Pull. Yeah. Slow yeah. Pull. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I really liked was the relationship between Bale and. Leia, though. I thought that yes. was really, really cool. Yeah, there were so many points in that, like him, uh, you know, throwing out his pinky and all that. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah it, That's a Casper reference for those people that don't know. <laughs> Casper, 1995. Christina oh, Ricci, anyone? Oh, yeah. Come on, I always talk about this movie. Go watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I It's do like you two with Tron Legacy. I'm like, enough. I love yes. Tron Legacy. God. But, love side note, Maverick. Amazing. Amazing. Top Gun movie. was really good. <laughs> yeah. Top Gun Not too. Yeah. Same director. Love yeah. that. Um, no, you're exactly right though about the Bale stuff. Like I felt like their connection was was elevated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just the found family thing. Like the kids, her cousins were picking on her because you're not an Organa and stuff. And it made me think of like the Ray stuff. She, you know, Ray Skywalker. And a lot of people don't like that, and that's fine. But you know, Ray found her family. She she 
threw away her, her DNA legacy and said, no, this is my family. And that's the same thing with Leia. And Bale's sitting there saying, like, don't ever think that way. You are, you are all, every bit in Organa. And I thought that connection between father and daughter, because I have a one-year-old daughter now. I was sitting there, me and him, we didn't have seats yet because we, we just got there in time and you helped us get in. Yes. Uh, we, we had passes, but we got late and they cut us out. Like 7 o'clock, they're like, get I got out. ins. She's got ins. But, so we're sitting on the back wall, and I felt like, you know, when you get well up a little, but not up here, and like right here, I was like, oh my God, him talking to her and like making her feel better about her situation was like oh. so on the money. And Jimmy Smith's like back. That guy was great. So good. He was oh great. He was yeah. fabulous. I couldn't yeah. even tell you what the moments were, but I I loved him arguing got... with Obi Wan. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. Like, it was very cute, him with Leia. But the part where he's like being like, Obi Wan, what are you doing? Yeah, true. Like, yes. I, I forgot about that. I saved you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But I have to say, I do have a favorite because I, I feel like I was a little hard on Leia and I get it. And I don't want to be that person. The thing I did enjoy about Leia, which was like my favorite part, is her knowing what people are thinking and feeling. Clearly, she's showing her use of the force early, which I love because we don't obviously get that in the original trilogy. But then she does it in the sequel trilogy. So you're like, well, what happened here? But the fact that she was like, she knew the inner workings of what someone thinks, and then yeah. she used it as a burn. Like that's what I would do. I would totally so, do that. Yeah. So that's interesting. Like th this is what kind of celebration. <laughs> I know I'm going way off. This is kind of what Classic. celebration is all about. I'm like, I didn't get that at all, but I'm listening. You know. Yeah. I'm when she's like, talking to oh. her cousin, and she's like, it was very much Ray talking to Kylo, where she's like, you're afraid. I don't even afraid. think about that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 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 I like that. that. So it's like that stuff is so important. Like listening to the other side of like maybe what you didn't get. You don't always have to agree with what you're hearing, but often if you let it in, you're like, okay, maybe. Uh, how do I know that wasn't the intention of the scene? You know. Yeah. Because she does it with the cousin, and then she does it with Obi Wan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and th again, that's that towing the line thing. Because if they had her like doing force, force stuff, things, I would yeah. be like, "That's terrible." Because like then, what happens in the original trilogy? And then like it ties said. it back to Return of the Jedi, where she goes, "It's just a feeling." Right. Yeah. So, so she has these. It's almost like that kid's really smart and stuff. She doesn't realize it's because she has these uh, strong bonds with the force. It's just right. unrealized, but it's there right. in a very natural, like a good student or something. You know. Which yeah. then leads back to to Kylo where he yeah. can read minds really easily. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. True. Um, and, and, and just a quick one too for you guys like because I think we I think we'll probably all agree with this but did you guys think Obi-Wan was talking about Satine at the end when he says I used to know someone like you? Padme. 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 Yeah. Okay. He's I, talking I, like I sure, knew your mom. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That was I another thought, one of those moments. I was like oh. I had it. I was like it's Padme and then I thought technically it could be Satine and then uh, but I know this has got to be Padme. And then yeah. I had some friends saying, do you think he was talking about Satine? And I'm like, so I'm not, I wasn't the only one that it popped in my head, but I'm, I'm sure Occam's razor here, it's, it's Padme. Yeah, and Obi-Wan is a very selfless person. If he was talking about Satine, that'd be a selfish thought. He'd be thinking about his own feelings. He mm -hmm. was talking about that girl's mother and yeah. how she's yeah. Yeah, connected to her. And that was another, like, again, walking that line the right way where you're referencing the prequels in a way without it being like a, a super wink wink thing mm -hmm. uh so joby harrell like there are a lot of writers on this show but he you know took over like lawrence kasdan taking over empire tony strikes gilroy. back and tony gilroy with rogue one and by the way he was amazing at his at their panel he was great he's like just so everyone knows i don't care if they are secretive here uh two seasons it ends right up until rogue one 
See you guys later. My favorite thing, like, favorite thing about him with Rogue One was like, he was like, yeah, I gutted it. But I it's mean, better. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we wrapped on Kenobi? Should we talk about some of the other stuff? Yeah, sure. yeah. So where, I mean, what do you want to get into? I mean, there's I a mean that's thing. a good segue right there. Yeah. Andor trailer. Like, Man. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I saw it, and I was like, this reconfirms my Rogue One love. Yeah. I'm very much into this. Absolutely. And, uh, and Vader's got to top that, by the way, really quick. They got to bring Vader in, and he has to be more bad than he was in Rogue One to top what he did in Rogue One in Kenobi. So That's I'm excited true. to see what they do. True. So then I had the. I was glad they they actually put this footage online as opposed to like say Mandalorian and you know, oh, Ahsoka yeah. now. Is as the Mandalorian well. stuff not out yet? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, except leaks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We um, want blurry cell phone footage. <laughs> yeah. Let me see it all. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I was glad I got to watch the Andor stuff, and I watched it, you know, three or four times through, and I'm I'm just like soaking it all in, just the beauty and and how many locations there are. Like we we all have seen like what they do with the volume, and it's amazing. But it, it, sometimes I think we can admit it's still you can kind of almost tell it feels like we're on that same planet a lot, and he goes back to the same planet a lot. Yeah. You know, um, and just seeing Andor uh, go, there's a very specific segment of the trailer where they're showing the back of a character. They're saying, you know, it's happening all over the galaxy. And it's like shot, you know, of a different planet, a different planet, a different planet, a different planet. And I'm just like, I can not wait for this. This has been my most anticipated. And that trailer pays off for me. Similarly, time. I loved the shots where it was the characters walking away from the camera with their backs and they were shooting that, from character to character to character. Yeah, to character. Is yeah, that yeah, the yeah. same thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ma- and Mon Mothma. Yeah, just, <laughs> I'm just like I, I've she's found got a big out, role because they have her in every panel, and she's like, yeah, I second have, build. I have come to terms with I am a secret Mon Mothma's like favorite <laughs> character fan. We like, made a lot of changes recently. Such I, growth. Yeah, I feel like no, I'm really been, proud of you. You like lot. Kenobi now? I'm really I feel proud. Like I they're feel digging like, up lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been talking about you hate Mon Mothma. Chipotle. No. Oh. <laughs> I love that, Chipotle. Um, I've been talking about Mon Mothma a lot uh, over the years, but it's only recently that I've been like, I really like admire that character, and I think she's super underrated. I mean, we talk about the Emperor being the head of the Empire so often, and we're like, True. that's the guy. He controls it all. And we forget, we think you know, of Luke Skywalker and Han Solo who are leading the Rebellion. It's not them. They're the poster people. It's Mon Mothma. She's the brains behind it all, the actual leader of the Alliance. And I'm glad to see her get a little bit more than just like a cameo in Rogue One. Be like, oh, we brought that character back. You know, this one that had one line and she's important, but she still didn't even really get that light in Rogue One. She just kind of sets the mission going. Yeah. Rogue One is funny because like Solo, it had a lot of like issues, production issues. They rewrote a lot of stuff like the trailer a lot of stuff wasn't there them running on the beach with the plans that didn't get in the movie the vader thing was a late ad i think but and it's all like the tony gilroy Canary stuff Wharf. yeah yeah and then he comes in does that and then they bring him back in for this which i think he wasn't originally on this either and then they bring him in no to, they did bring him back yeah, yeah yeah and then so but it's gonna be interesting because the first season is gonna be 12 episodes and then the second season's gonna and that's gonna be one year and then the second season's gonna take four years so this first season is really going to be really stretched out there's going to be a lot of exposition early stages of Cassian I think we're going to see him when he was six years old as a reference to like Rogue One to see like what did that mean like what did that mean when he said because when he said that that was he was a pretty calm guy even when he was shooting a fellow rebel in the back 
when he said that to Jin, that's like when you get fed up and you're like boiling up so much. It's Six John talking to me on a daily basis. All right. Let's, let's <laughs> settle, settle I, down. I, I love this aspect, too, uh, that's kind of like maybe an unknown fact. I don't know if you guys know or not, but Cassian grew up in a separatist family. Like, that's the side he was on. Yeah. yeah. He was against the Jedi. Do you think he we'll see him as a little, little Cassian? Like a um, little, like in the first scene or something? Like, yeah, sure. I mean, like, we're watching Obi-Wan, and we didn't expect to see Order 66 with, with children. Oh, my gosh. Yes, yeah. Can I just say... That was really depressing to be like, I am yeah. so excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I'm in by myself in my room and they open with the kids and I'm like, no, no. Yeah. What? Yeah. And but, I like double checked that I was watching the right thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, this yeah. is. We, we walked in just like 10 seconds after it started. Like, Clone Wars looks good now. <laughs> <laughs> Him and I were running up the stairs to that premiere event and we heard all the sound effects, the lightsabers, the blasters. Yeah. And, he, and we started, we found a new gear and we're like booking it up the stairs yeah. and we go in and it's already like happening. So it was just, uh, I don't we're know, like trying it. to walk into the room and we're like, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, you feel like you're watching it as a movie and, and all that. But yeah, the, the whole, I don't know, the Andor thing's going to be interesting what they do with the second season. Because I imagine they're not going to, that'll be 12 episodes also. What they're going to do so, is bring K2 in. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. Which is the only yeah. reason I'm watching. Alan, <laughs> Alan, Alan Tudyk. Yeah, for sure. But I was excited though. And then they said no. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said he was originally announced when they did On the D23. D23 yeah. And then typical Star Wars, they give it to you and then they take it well, away. Tony Gilroy maybe Whoops. came in and said, "We're going to put pause on you. We're going <laughs> to yeah. cuz and my theory on I that, appreciate it. Look, I know they're telling the right story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just a like a selfish thing of I love that character because his jokes are the best jokes in this I think in sure. the whole movie. Sure. I agree, but I, I think when you have a sidekick like that, which he's, you know, uh, comic relief, mm -hmm. I think it will handcuff Cassian a bit in terms of us learning about Cassian before. I think Cassian, especially it's a spy show. And it's going to be, it's going to, season two is going to turn into like buddy cop. Yeah, like James Bond doesn't have a robot sidekick and he's supposed to be like a spy. Like I think it would be handcuff him to be with K2SO. So Gilroy probably comes in, says, we're going to hold off on you, move you to season two. This is going to be just Cassian and then <laughs> pour him one out for K2SO. Thank yeah, you, James. Appreciate pour that. Pour one out. I think season two, they're going to bring him in, and it's going to be like one of those things like, I don't need a partner. Which and they they're going to be like, you need a partner. And he's going to be like, no, I mean, I'm we know better how than it this. Happens. I work solo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, assuming they keep the canon, we know the kind of how it happens. Yeah. But also, I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm also thinking, like, it's interesting they're saying you're going to meet a different Cassian than you recognize in Rogue One. This one's very jaded. He and stuff, shot a like, dude. How's was, that different? I was like, well, that's that's where it started. That was what made Rogue One so great. Is he started like killing know, dudes? Yeah, upset and or like upset with the way things are and jaded and and not sure of anybody. Very untrusting. Trust yeah. goes both ways. You know, yeah. he had to earn that. So it's kind of interesting. I, I not that I think it's going to be bad or anything. I just think like I hope they don't go the route where he's like happy by the end of the show and then you watch the movie and you're like whoa what happened overnight you're back to your old ways he's yeah. killing dudes over here yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i th i think he's kind of got to stay jaded to the whole show and i think that's what to, to me i think that's what will make it interesting right. i don't feel like he needs a, a strong arc because i know i know his story um i'm excited to see the i think that woman is his love interest him. the more i saw her oh I don't or she's it. related to him or something well, it could be. she's going to die, too. With the blood on her head. Oh, yeah, I God. was like, dead. It, it, it oh, could she's be. She's dead. Anytime <laughs> someone's like, 
in love, love with something, <laughs> Lucasfilm's like, no, we gotta kill them. Dead. I, mean, I want to be in a relationship. Dead. That's true, I don't doubt yeah. that. I yeah. It's I it. love this person. Dead. They could yeah. do the Han thing, like Han had Kira, and it looked like it was going the right way, and then by the time we meet him in A New Hope, he's like, you know, not really into whatever. Well, he yeah. got yeah completely jaded by her burning him, yeah. and Lando burning him, and then. Uh, so that seems that seems like it could happen to Andor similar too, because <laughs> dead. Yes, because dead. <laughs> All yeah. dead. Yeah. Living in Star Wars, it's that's a thin odds. To survive in Star I, w- Wars. I wouldn't live one day in Star Wars. I'd die so quick. Yeah. Luke Skywalker died because he was tired from using the Force. Like, I have no chance. That is a tough <laughs> subject to bring up. <laughs> yeah, moving on. That is a yeah. Padme too. loaded topic. <laughs> <Right>. True. <laughs> um, but uh, Mando. Mando. So I don't know if. Did, did, everyone, did everyone see the Mando footage? Either on Thursday or today. Most people? Yeah. Or on a that- leaked video? I did both. All. Don't you think that felt different than the Mandalorian, which felt like a uh, serial Western uh, sort of hokey type of uh, TV Saturday afternoon stuff? This this felt more cinematic. It felt like Filoni was like, "Hey, do like you want to cry?" It, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to cry? Here's season three. Yeah, yeah. And I liked I, the thing that stood out to me. I only saw it once in the showcase panel. They added stuff today. I I didn't see. It. We were in line for seven hours. He added for the, the Babu experience. Fricks, guys. I called yeah. that. Now, I is, called that a week ago, and these him? guys laughed at me. Is and it I him? Called it. Is it definitely him? People think it's him with like two other of the same. S- so He's there's, 81 there's years old. There's multiple fricks. Yeah. Yes. How many <laughs> yeah. fricks are there? A bunch of fricks. Freaking so many. <laughs> 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 there's, there's two shots. You see him immediately, and you say that's Babu Frick, and then they show another shot where there's two, possibly three more. So, but people don't realize Babu Frick is 81 years old, or mm-hmm, 81 mm-hmm. or 84 in it's Rise of Skywalker. 84 years. Yeah, 84 <laughs> yeah. years. But man, did I call that? Yeah, you were talking about I didn't about really Frick call it. I just really willed it. I manifested. Well, it. We, yeah, we made that joke that they were they would announce a series and it would just say Frick on the no, screen. No, you asked me what character do I want to know more about, and I said, and Babu, said Babu Frick, Frick, and you both laughed at me like I'm yeah. an idiot. Well, and which? guess what? Here we are. So win, another win, another win. For Haven't you. been pied yet, by the way. Yeah, so we're doing that at like 2 a.m. before we board a plane tonight. <laughs> yeah. Go through TSA with l- lemon meringue dripping off. Holding the my uh, <laughs> yes, yeah. They're gonna be like, "What happened to you?" I'm be like, "It was a week." It was <laughs> but the Babu Frick thing's got me wondering now. Like even as I'm sitting here, I'm like, "Wait, hold on, let me put this together." Babu He's Frick. He's a spice runner. Yeah, spice runners, Kajimi. You know what do we what do we know? Like, are is Mando going there? Oh, you know? guess what? Like, Dead. <laughs> oh, Jimmy's gone. Jimmy's gone. Yeah. So Not they're gonna point. they're gonna give it to you. Floney's gonna give it to you, and then they're gonna oh. be like, "Hey, remember when we blow that up?" Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's around. Alderaan, now. remember how wonderful this place is? We're gonna blow it up. Lacey, everything dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Eventually. I love all all week. Everyone's like, you know why I love your podcast, guys? Because you guys are just so positive. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes you criticize stuff, dead. but you do it in a really respectful way. <laughs> dead, 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 dead. Um, but no, so the one thing I, I really liked, and I only saw it once, so it's really fuzzy to me, but the one thing that stood clear in my mind is uh, Bo-Katan sitting on like the, like, it felt like a throne, like it looked like yeah. Satine's throne, or I don't it know what. It looked very Game of Thrones. 
it felt like she's like Mad Queen, like she's like obsessed with the dark saber and stuff like that. And I want to see that version. And they brought Katie Sackhoff out in the showcase panel for that, and no one really else. So she's clearly gonna have a massive role. And I don't know if it's like a a heel turn mm -hmm. for her. What do you think? Because you you know you're the biggest Clone Wars fan out of the three of us. What do you think about? her situation do you think she is totally obsessed with the dark saber to the point where she's yes. now yeah. turning to that proverbial mando dark side sort of sort of thing yeah especially since like i think one of the questions today was like what can you tell us about the character and then like pedro's like <laughs> you know kind of like he's, <laughs> he's like so bad with secrets remember yeah. when he spoiled what the name was he was like oh yeah my character didn't jarn oh right i forgot about yeah, that. yeah i think the question was like what's your head space and then she replies was like well at least i have a head and then john favreau's like Aah! oh Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Pre Vizsla, and a, Dave is like, used to be best friends. I love chopping heads yes. off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I, uh, I got to see the the footage again in today's panel oh, okay. for a second and time. And they added, and they added more, and then they re replayed all of it again. So I've seen it three times. Not that that. Did E. McDermott come out? And <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. People were screaming, "Roll it again!" Oh my God, could you imagine? Um, but it's a it's interesting with the Katie thing because I think I think the vibe that I'm getting is he goes back to the armor he says I want to regain my name and she says it's impossible you'd have to go to this place and he says well then I'm going to this place so he goes to the place and he says I want to redeem my name and Katie's there and she's like you know she's gonna lay it out this is this is what Mandalore is now also side note. You, you're the leader, or I, I don't like you right now. I'm not well, sure. Well, we did but have that like kind gonna... of moment at the end of season two where there, mm -hmm. she, he's like, you need to, like, uh, Moff Gideon starts laughing, and he's like, you got to kill him. You to can't get it. give yeah. it to somebody. Yeah. 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 Well, so it's like, as he's Thrones trying to reclaim away. his yeah. name, like, I think she's going to, I don't know, handle that so strangely. That's a good like, point. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, yeah, at the end of season two, he said, like, I don't want this thing. Like, I don't want it. And that's, like, very, like... He tried to give it to her. I don't know if people watch, have watched Game of Thrones here, seasons one through seven, but, uh, like, Jon Snow saying, like, I don't want it. I don't want this. Like, and uh, that felt very, like, Din Djarin. And then you have her who, like, starting to feel a little like Daenerys in that way. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And, and, like, the look of it really looked, again, cinematic. Like, they, they, they're like, we got to boost up how this stuff looks because like Marvel is like putting a lot of pressure on them. Marvel's a well-oiled machine. Star Wars has had its issues with movie productions, but it looks like they're doing more expansion in terms of how this stuff is stylized and looked. And I do have to say, I think with Obi-Wan, going back to that real quick, I like the idea that Deborah Chow directed the whole thing. So it's yes. not like, this is what Robert Rodriguez looks like with this. And this is what this person looks like. Bryce Dallas Howard. And the whole thing was written by one person. At and the end of the day, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I'm really excited about Mandalorian, which I was a little surprised that it's not coming out at the end of this year, even though it ended filming the same time as the other seasons it's did in season. those respective yeah. years. It's 2023. I so, think that they're letting Andor breathe a little bit. That's fair. It's 12 yeah. episodes. Yeah. It also good. seems like Tales of the Jedi is going to be in the fall. Yep. So I don't know. I they, didn't see that. I didn't. I didn't see. They any showed that. the first yeah. episode. Today. I don't know. Like the yeah. The ex they did. Yeah. 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 It was Ahsoka. I was sitting on the damn rug waiting for the Mando experience <laughs> with you for like two hours. Two hours. It was yeah. worth it. It was totally I worth it. I ate tart and I'm just like dying with my feet. Or, like the guy in Andor was banging my feet with that hammer. <laughs> and this guy's sitting there like, this is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> like, hi. And then you. we're waiting two hours. He gets out of that panel, joins us in line and get, get, gets yeah. on the experience. So, by the way, you had a great day. I think yeah. we definitely have to talk about the other thing that we didn't see, but we yes. saw online, which was the Ahsoka stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that com- it has been James's day. <laughs> yeah, it was the perfect panel for me. I was sitting there like, all right, Mandalorian. I like Mandalorian. And then it's like, oh, it's Book of Boba Fett as well. Oh, it's Ahsoka as well. And they called him Mando Plus? Yeah, Mando they called him Mando Plus. Which yeah. now makes sense. I yeah. thought it was a joke with Disney Plus, but I thought now it was I get too. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but no, everybody just slowly like coming out like Mandalorian people and that Book table of Boba was, Fett people. Can yeah. I just say one thing, though? Yeah. That puppet person had to sit under that table the whole time. Did anybody realize that? The, the dude or lady? was sitting under that table the entire panel until they were like... How did he... Did they bring him out? No, he just came out from under the table. He did? Like a Muppet. (laughs) Favreau picked him up, put him down, and and probably the cutest thing, if you haven't seen it, I don't know if there's a video of it or not, but he said, have a seat, little guy, and then like he like animatronically sits down. Because someone's under the thing being like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means like Favreau was like straddling a dude. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's like, take a seat, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Was it Vince Vaughn? I don't know. Might have been. Might have been. Which, by the way, Jon Favreau is the best person ever. I just want to say that because he clearly cares about fans so much. Um, And that exhibit, I was told, he helped pay for. Because Disney was like, oh, that's too much. We don't want to bring everything. He's like, bring everything. I'll help pay for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like that that big shot like at dinner. Like, bring over a few more plates. You yeah, know, another round on he's me. He's definitely the appetizer guy. Yes. You guys want some apps? <laughs> yeah. and he like orders apps for everybody. Yeah. It's a calamari. And yeah. then he's the one that takes the bill. That's like. Yeah. He no, goes, I got. Yeah. Cheese sticks. Two cheese sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, ends up he made it, and you're like, what? Actually, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. As we have food trucks out here. Everyone was bummed that Rosario Dawson didn't come to the show. She did her short little thing uh, the other day. Uh, so it was a huge surprise to have her there today. Oh, today, yeah. I they think they she, saved her for today. Well, she, Yeah, well, she pops over. She goes, well, we don't film on Saturdays. <laughs> oh, wow. I think so, they saved her for today. Possibly. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they brought her out, and then uh, <laughs> after her chopper? Oh, man, that's so cool, huh? Yeah. yeah. Wow. And I th- that was our first, like, well, I mean, we've we've all speculated and we've all seen it coming. She says, you know, where's Grand Admiral Thrawn in season two? Right, yeah, we yeah. know that's happening, but like the first confirmation of being like, oh, there's Chopper. This is a Rebels <laughs> the character. Best was James was live tweeting the panel, and he just wrote, for some reason, Chopper's here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, he's in the show, and James's like, oh. And yeah. you, <laughs> and you said the biggest pop was uh, just the back of Hera's head. Or something. And Sabine. For, for, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the. Sabine! And by pop, I mean the crowd, like. Yeah. yeah. The crowd got so excited. That footage came up, and, uh, you know, it was a lot of similar things we've seen. It's just like shots of her, her in a hood, and stuff like that. Then we get to uh, a scene where she's walking into a room, and very clearly, like, in the, a very distinct jacket, we see the back and the head, head tails and everything. People and think like, it's you uh, and McGregor's wife. I'm forgetting her name. Elizabeth. Elizabeth Winstead. Oh, Winstead. Winstead. Mary. Scott Pilgrim. Oh. Mary Winstead. Elizabeth. Mary Winstead. Mary, yes. Winstead. Yeah. She's Mary Elizabeth great. Winstead. Yeah, she is. Um, yeah, I don't doubt that. That would be interesting. Because they said she was in it, but they didn't say who she was. I yeah. guarantee that's who it is. Wow. That'd she does cool. a ton of action stuff, so. Yeah. So if... if uh, Yes, we see her. That looks great. And then by the end of it, uh, it seemed like they were, it it wrapped up. And up comes that scene of the mural, which you're wearing on your shirt right here. Yes, Andrew. Yes. Um, The mural that we saw at the end of Rebels. And we're like, oh, okay. So, wow, it's Rezra right in the middle. He's coming. That's confirmation for us. Mina Masoud tweeted out some sneaky tweets. Yeah. Yeah. So was that 
So I'm conflicted on that because if he didn't get the role, then it's like this troll job. And would a professional that would be embarrassing. Would a professional actor like that do a troll job like that if they didn't get a role? That seems like a bitter, weird thing for someone like that I to do. I don't think it's just embarrassing. Why yeah. would you do that? So I, I think he, I think he has he it. Has he's, it. This is his way of saying he has it without. And saying he probably that. got approval, but made it look like it because was because someone had responded to him saying, "Wow, way to get around your NDA," and he just did the Top Gun with Tom Cruise like Top with Gun again. Yeah. Top yeah. Guns yeah. everywhere. Yeah. By the way, Maverick. Is just <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Go see it. It's great. Yeah. Better yeah. than the first. Um, but then Sabine. Yeah. Yeah, Sabine. And, and then the casting. Right. Announcement. Yes. Was yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Natasha Bordizo. I don't know if mm-hmm. I said that right. But uh, Lu- Natasha Lubadizo? Yeah. Like I'm bad. yeah I'm re- I'm it was sure. hard, too, because it was like everybody's cheering. Everybody's going crazy. And Ash Crossan's, you know, trying to introduce the person. And I'm like, she walks out, and I'm like, I want to Way to, to go, tweet. Ash, by the way, yes, if you ever listen yes, to this. Yes, yes. Well uh, I want to say who this person is, but I, I didn't hear the name, you know, and I'm trying, I'm yeah. like sitting there Googling, trying to be like, who was the leak? Uh, I'm sure it's the same person. Right. Yeah. But uh, no, she came out. She said she was very excited to be part of the experience. They got a big group photo and it was amazing. And it's just all sorts of confirmation that fans of Rebels are going to get the live action payoff. This is the fifth season, basically. Man, yeah. You know? Rebels fans are living. Yeah. Yeah, no Dave doubt. Filoni's like, hey, can I sneak Ahsoka in here? Well, hey, can I get some Rebels And that, in that here? makes sense because he now, with his promotion and stuff, you know, our first Will of the Force question about, like, what, you know, clearly he's... Hey, if I had his job, I'd be like, hey, can we get Ben Zola back? Yeah, and, and Kathleen Kennedy sent him to the set of The Last Jedi to learn what it's like to direct, and Ryan Johnson's a, you know, what, however you feel about that Imagine movie. Imagine he's that guy he, that just goes up to people and he's like, so do you need Ahsoka in this? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> do you want some Ahsoka? Right. I really like, like that character, Dave, but no. you know it'd be better? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. uh, it's Luke Skywalker. Now, how about Ahsoka? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like that Family Guy skit where he's, like, doing tattoos. And he's like, I want a skull. And he's like, how about a Kermit the Frog? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, I want a skull. He's like, I'm going to give you a Kermit the Frog. So Ahsoka's going to have 40 seasons. Yes. That's going to be good. And I'm going to love it. No, but she sent him there to learn how to direct live action. And he's now a creative executive. So he's no longer going to be doing uh, animation. So it makes sense for him to move that story to live action. It's not something they haven't done before. Obviously, they did it the other way around, where they did Clone Wars animation after live action. Uh, right. I'm really excited to see that. Um, there, there are certain things about it that I'm not sure about. They said it was a limited series, I believe, a special event series or something like that. So you think it's going to be a one They one said thing? limited, yeah. yeah. I think so, right? They said limited. Limited? Yeah, but we don't even know what that means anymore because Obi-Wan is a limited series, and Ewan's like, I'd love to come uh, yeah. back. And, and they keep pushing that like, narrative. Yeah. 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 Totally. That makes me a little nervous. So again, and, and, Why? and also don't forget too, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean anything. Ahsoka, one season done. She's not going anywhere. She's already been involved in multiple shows, and these characters they're playing in this world. So maybe they they do the Ahsoka storyline, but that doesn't mean Ezra and Sabine and other things aren't going to start interacting with Mando and Boba Fett and right. other things like that. Right. So the, it might not be the end of the character. It's not like this six episodes or whatever it is is like done right. after that right. right all right well uh any final thoughts uh, before we move into uh the next segment i'm just happy to be here john oh, all right <laughs> Me let's too. do it yeah right. uh john say what's our next segment i've been wondering what are midi-chlorians <laughs> all right guys it's time for ask the resistance i'm hosting this one again Okay, can I get something a little better than that, please? <laughs> yeah! 
I haven't done this segment forever. All right, so this is where you ask your Star Wars questions and we give our Star Wars answers. So uh, does anybody have a question? We will be taking about three questions or more, but three. Ooh. Yes. Go for it. Go yeah. for it. Say your name. Hi, David. Hi, David. This is David. Hi, David. Everybody say hi, David. Go ahead. Interesting. So David's question, good question. Today in the panel, Dave Filoni called Book of Boba Fett 2.5. So he was wondering if Ahsoka is Rebel season 4.5. Meaning they James. would do more after Ahsoka continuing. With the, I, I'm clarifying. I don't know. <laughs> you Go get ahead, it? Go ahead, James. <laughs> He's doing the math in his head. Yeah. So that would be Ahsoka 9. <laughs> no. You make 0.5 past yeah, the two, The 4 point. No, uh, I, I, I don't even know. I think the 2.5 thing is just because we'd never experienced that. We thought we were only getting Book of Boba Fett. And then they said, well, it's Mandalorian 2.5. That's just kind of how we're joking around about it. But w what we're really meaning to say is... All of it's connected. It's right. just we don't we don't really they've know how to. They've been calling it the Mandoverse, yeah, which is yeah. we called it kind of internally of that, but I feel like they've now outwardly started saying Mandoverse, Mandoverse, Mandoverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think that uh, this is a continuation or a pickup of those characters' stories for sure. Right. So I think I think privately, you know, it's probably been referred to as the you know the next season of Rebels or the Rebels 4.5. I even in earlier I said I think like I joked. Rebels season five yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I, I think it just makes sense that if you're going to go down that route, um, it doesn't necessarily need to be called Rebel season five. It just needs to be like the Star Wars universe has always been where people are crossing paths and moving in and out of each other. Mm -hmm. The stories are all connected. Yeah. I, I, I think so. Just, oh, you want, go, ahead. go ahead. No, I, I thought we were only doing one each, but go ahead. I just want to say real quick. Uh, I think if they're getting a new actor to play Ezra, uh, especially someone like Mina Masoud, it's not going to be one of those we found Ezra and, you know, directed by, and that's the end of the story. I think they're going to yeah, continue that forward. And I think it would be cool if they were able to bridge, you know, there's a, that 30-year gap or whatever between six Bridge? And, Bridger? Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. You guys want to talk about Bridgerton? No. Oh, okay. So between six and Love seven, it. there's a lot of years. So I think they would do more with Ezra other than let's bring in a big actor just to do a small part where they find Ezra and end the story. Noise. Yeah. Next. Zubaka. Ooh. Ooh. His question was, will we see a live action Kanan flashback in Ahsoka? James. Uh, me and again? James is getting all the Rebels questions. Are the Rebels. Right. James. But we don't need to do one each. I, I say... Also, Kanan is your guy. That's like yes. us getting a Ben Solo if question. If anybody doesn't know, f favorite fictional character of, of all medium, like of, of everything, yeah. like Batman included, you know, or whatever. Okay, whoa there. I'm just saying, he's, he's there. He's number one. Mm -hmm. um, I think... I think... No. 
Ooh. Oh. I don't think so either. Interesting. Yeah. I would have said yes. Because they showed him in Bad Batch as a little kid. So? Caleb Doom. Uh, they like to show characters at all different ages. But I think if it is if it is really a limited series, mm -hmm. um, maybe they do it briefly, but I think they really need... There's a lot they need to tell in that show because you have right. to find Ezra first. You have Thrawn. Who knows what that relationship is between Thrawn and Ezra now? You have the, all the Rebels characters you're reintroducing. What's right. going to happen with Sabine? Is she going to get involved with the chase for Darksaber? Like, there's a lot that they have to do. I don't know that you need to flashback to Kanan, other than to say, we want to show you what we think Kanan would be like in live action as a young person. I don't know that that's important, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, this yeah. is my opinion. My gut says that the show is about Ezra and Going Sabine. Going forward. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like that's the relationship there, not so much Ezra and Kanan, or Sabine and Kanan, or mm -hmm. Hera and Kanan. Yeah. You know? I just think he, he's there, and he existed, and his story has been told through Rebels, but where he fits into this, I'm not exactly sure. But... Maybe this is the ship you're looking for. Maybe this is the Ezra and Sabine or the happy ending. Oh, she goes uh, looking for him, finds I him. I will take it, but then they're die. probably going to die. <laughs> oh, my own. <don't. laughs> All right, one more question. Who do I want to add? The kind of vacants. <laughs> Come on, Mark. That is a great question. So we thought that we were going to get movie announcements, us included. I don't think James thought that, but us included. Uh, how do we feel that they didn't announce anything, John? I, I had heard that there's, uh, like, the movie side of things, or TV side of things on Disney Plus is very, very strong, and there's a lot of things going in the right direction with that. I heard the opposite for the movie side of things. I heard it's kind of a mess, and they may be sort of, and even I'm surprised Kathleen Kennedy used the words pushed aside when she was talking about Rogue Squadron because that was the one movie that was actually locked into a release date. And let's be honest. You know, James we, had a very interesting thought about Rogue Squadron. Yeah, yeah. After seeing Remember, Top Gun. I forget it. Well, oh, Gun. no. Yeah. So Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> this actually is relevant, though. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, we walked out of the movie, and I, I said, I wonder if this is the reason that uh, Rogue One got pushed aside because... The, they see this, like, it was supposed to be like... Fighter pilots. Fighter pilots. Yeah. It's supposed to be I that world. I think she even said Top Gun in her Yeah, thing. they were, yeah. like, kind of putting it together like that. And as things are coming together, they release Maverick, and it's, like, amazing. And it's the story and the, how, how it was all shot and all this. I think they just... They thought they were going to have the coolest fighter pilot story since Top Gun. Tom and Cruise now Maverick like, nah. drops, and they go, this, our thing doesn't top that. We need to reevaluate. It doesn't it's top it? It's not the Top Gun. doesn't top or blaster, it's not the top blaster. You know, they don't call it guns. Tom, Cru Tom Cruise was like, "Nah, dog, this is my this is my jam." I would have Tom and I'm gonna release Wild this theory. and Mission Impossible. Have Tom Cruise You're going produce. Give me all your money. Have Tom yes. Cruise produce Rogue Squadron. There you go. Done. Yes. I don't know if I like that. I love that. Anyway. Uh, I want him in it. So anyway, the movies. Um, I, I I've heard it's a mess on that side. And Kathleen Kennedy just recently said the future movies are gonna take place after or episode nine or after episode nine around that. So I think they're kind of rebooting. That stuff. I don't know what that means for things that exist now. Uh, we've seen what, you know, the Ryan Johnson stuff's been out there for five years. We haven't heard anything about that. Uh, Taika was announced. I, I think at this point, when you, something is announced, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But I say that with a rooting interest because we're very passionate about it. And it's not like talking badly about it. It's because we're rooting for it so hard because we love Star Wars so much that it's, uh, we want them to do a good job. But I think they're sort of reassessing 
movie stuff while the Disney Plus stuff is pummeling us with so much content that right. we're going to be good to be very well fed, as, as the kids say. Uh, <laughs> you made fun of me once when I said well fed. I, I did, because that is a kid thing to say. I, I'm 39. She's like, no, dude. You're like 50. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's 50. 50 out of 50, John. We love you. I think Sharon wishes she was 50. (laughs) All right. Anyway, (laughs) that's my answer on that. All right. And I have a question for you guys. Favorite thing that happened besides today with you lovely people. Uh, Favorite thing that happened during celebration. James. John Williams. Good answer. Probably got to be that. I just, I've been thinking for a long time, the, the higher he goes up in age, that, you know, there's always that chance that we lose him. And Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? No. I don't think so. No? <laughs> Good, don't, don't. Dave Filoni's um, not involved. Uh, and it's, <laughs> it's been one of those things that I've been thinking about. I need to find a way to go to the thing that he conducts. Yeah, I need to go to, like, um, some concert of his where it's really him and it would be worth the plane tickets and the hotels and everything just to go and experience it so to have it come to me uh without asking or knowing anything about it was yeah. quite yeah quite amazing it was moving that was mine too um because i know like danny you've seen him at the hollywood bowl a bunch of you have and i was so like jealous about that i was like i'm never gonna see john williams he's 90 I was like so sad about it, but I mean, who gets the chance to see him? Not many people. And the fact that that happened when we weren't expecting it, and then Harrison Ford walks out, uh, I got very emotional. I did one of those selfie things, like I had to. <laughs> Remember when I said <laughs> yeah. he was 50? You guys heard of those selfies? Yeah. But you know the one where you're taking a selfie, but it's because of the stuff behind you. That one of those selfies. But the reason why I loved it so much is because. He's clearly fragile because they were walking about. He's walking very gingerly. He gets up on the platform, but when it was go time, his hands moved just as fast. He was whipping the motion to the flutist, the, the flautist. He was in the pocket, even like because I, I, I was in concert band, and our conductor would uh, move his mouth to like dictate how you should be, you know, playing certain notes and stuff. And he was going like boom, 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 to the to the tubas and stuff. He was right in the pocket, almost like. I forgot that he forgot that he was 90 for those moments. And that was incredible seeing John Williams, in my opinion, in his prime doing Indiana Jones, Imperial March and the new Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we saw a new world premiere, new John Williams and classic John Williams in front of my face. So nothing could top that. And we met Chewbacca and that still didn't top that. So well, I figured, yeah, I figured John Williams would be the number one for all of us. Harrison Ford's like the cherry on the Sunday. because we said John Williams, and I think everything they said, I echo, like, I got emotional and teary-eyed, and it was one of those things that, like, I'm never going to experience this again, probably. Um, I'm going to say Jonas. Yeah. We met Jonas yesterday. Um, it was very awesome. He has huge hands, if anybody wants like to Like a Cadillac. I'll post the video later. I shook his hand, and it's just this gigantic hand. And you panned, and it's just like his chest and your head. Because <laughs> I was... <laughs> Because I go up with the phone, I don't want to be obvious that I'm filming. So I'm like, hey, man, and I have the phone down here, and it's like here. So I stuck my hand out, and he stuck his monster dinner plate hand (laughs) in frame. Uh, No, it was just really nice, and he appreciates everybody and all that we're doing for Make Solo 2 happen. He was like, you got to keep it going. He did. He did, yeah. He did make a joke about hopefully they'll stop making prequels, like prequels (laughs) of stuff. And I was like, isn't Solo a prequel? (laughs) 
Uh, that and probably seeing the Millennium Falcon and going on Rise. Man, that was so fun. We have so much footage, guys, that we haven't posted yet, and including coming off of Rise, it was just like, <laughs> John and I are just so shocked. <laughs> me, like, me drinking the worst Tordarian oh, mix yep. blue milk yeah. thing. I'm like... Oh. I'm going to be honest. I think... I kept taking sips of it after you were done yeah, with it. Yeah, it's like you want to believe it's good. I almost it's vomited. It's not. On camera. I'm not exaggerating. I literally almost threw up. It was... I... <laughs> So there you go, Disney. You're welcome. This is our jackass skit. I know. Um, I, I would probably say above all of that Star Wars stuff, I think my number one thing was being with these guys for a week. We don't get to see each other a lot. Yeah. It was really nice. Because it's like, it's difficult to be, we're together one night a week for like 10 hours on video. Yeah. But we're never in person and it's just a different, you know, thing. And you kind of, jive off each other and we have jokes and it's just been really fun yeah that's, she she that's, she threw me too when we were at disney uh disneyland the other day she said i think my favorite favorite thing all day or what you know or so far everything oh my done. god yes my favorite thing yeah. was going on guardians with them for the first time <laughs> so i go on i've been on it and i love it and i said guys we gotta go on guardians and they're both like i don't really like drop rides and i was like we gotta go so we bought the lightning pass or whatever, which, by the way, is they're robbing you. Like, what? I don't know what that's about. <laughs> yeah. So we did it just to do it. We're so never going to get approved for another panel now. <laughs> yeah. Come on. 20 bucks a ride? That's crazy. Anyway, we paid it. So I guess I'm the fool. <laughs> uh, so we go the in there, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like literally like, yeah, 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 yeah. So excited, so excited, so excited. So we get in there, and we get the front row. I asked to get the front row. And so I'm all ready because I know what's coming. They don't. And we get in there, and it was the funniest thing I have ever experienced. James screamed like a woman. Like Mars from Home Alone. I, I, literally, I literally told myself in the ride, mid-ride, like, don't reach out and grab that bar. And every drop, I would go. And every time we fell, John's whole body would flail. <laughs> Entire body, all limbs. I didn't even realize. You do this. Yeah. And I am laughing. I couldn't stand. I was laughing so hard after the ride. And I said that was worth every penny. Yeah. I was yeah. laugh. I was crying. Yeah. It was funny. And James was just like, ah! The whole I was, ride. I was very the whole, scared of the, the ride. The girls behind me were screaming quieter than James was screaming. <laughs> and it was worth it. And, it. and those are the things that I love about being a part of this podcast and interacting with you, you guys is like, I almost said you guys. You guys <laughs> hey, is a... Hey, you doing? I'm not even from New York. Um, it's just experiencing things with you guys and talking with you about what you love and being fans. And that's what this is all about. And... Yeah, the, you know, going to the panels is fun and, and seeing new movies is great, but like being friends with you guys and talking with you guys and being here is what I care about most. Oh, no, nobody came here to hear the news. Everybody came here to hear the news. Hear you f screaming like people. a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. But everybody came here to meet and see and be with other people. Right. And it's been a rough three years, mm -hmm. and we say that a lot, but it's so true. Uh, you know, John and I lost our jobs and stuff. It was just really crazy. So. I just want to take a second to thank you for being here and thank yes. you for listening to us and supporting us and liking Star Wars with mm -hmm. us because we couldn't do it if you didn't like it. 
Mm-hmm. And that goes I mean, to I probably still stream. talk to myself about Star Wars if no one yeah. listened. Yeah. And yeah, we do want to say thank you to our patrons who are watching on the live stream. Hopefully, right still now. running. So <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Um, do I have do a- have stuff for people that ask questions. Should I do that quickly while you talk? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, James, anything, final thoughts you want to say? Before we get out of here? No, I mean, it's been beautiful. This is this is our last night. I don't know if anybody's going down the street with us, but uh, after all that's over, we basically are going back to the hotel. 3.30 a.m. we get picked and, up. And heading back home. So, And then everything just resumes back to normal, but we'll have the memories of the Star Wars celebration forever. And yeah. It's been awesome. And, you know, we all have day jobs, and we have families. We all have kids. And our so thanks thanks obviously our families aren't my wife's not a patron so she's not watching this but uh, our families allowed us to do this like I was away from my kids for six days and I was telling uh, my buddy back there Clayton like any advice on leaving your family for six days because it was really tough I cried for forty five minutes leaving my it baby was for really the first tough time. but like see meeting people for the first time that we've known for a while meant a lot and I make silly jokes on the podcast because. The real world out there is really tough and, you know, jacked fish and stuff. But when I look at all these faces and seeing you guys, I said this on our panel 2019. It's like the movie Big Fish at the end when he, like, sees all these people he's had these experiences with. And that's how it kind of feels like to me. Uh, so I just want to thank everybody for, for making this easier to be away from home uh, because it was really tough. Hang on. So I want to show you my favorite piece of swag I got. And my son drew me. It looks just like you. On this trip. Yeah, like. It looks just like you. Yeah. Look at all the muscles. It doesn't look like me. (laughs) All the muscles. (laughs) He's jacked. He's jacked. But now, thank you all so much. We really appreciate you being here. Two quick things. Yeah. So first, we have another prize. It's for best cosplay. I saw an Ahsoka here. Where is she? Come on up, Ahsoka. Best cosplay. Best cosplay at the panel. Don't have to put it on if it's tough. It's okay. She's (laughs) like, what? Here you go, Ahsoka. You get a Ray Elite Series with BB-8. Yeah, there you go. That's right. What's your name? What's your name? She's like, I'm not telling you my name. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's amazing. All right. And then one more thing. We have this lovely photo backdrop. That logo, someone can take it home if they want. Mm -hmm. Who would like to take it home? If anybody can grab it. Here's the question. This is for the diehard fan. What was the first thing I said when I joined this podcast? Anybody know? I'm not taking oh, it home. I know. <laughs> the first. <laughs> the, a hint would be what people say when they call into radio shows. Yeah, radio shows. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. No? No, it's not hello there. That is correct. Longtime listener, first time caller was the uh, first thing I ever said on this podcast. Congratulations. You get to take home that phone logo. <laughs> He's like, great. <laughs> You can also give it to someone if you don't want it. Yeah. 
So that's it, right? Yeah. All right. So thank you to everybody. Thank you to Val and Star Wars Newsnet and all of our patrons at TRB for making this a uh, free event for everyone to attend. Uh, really appreciate that very much. Thank you, Radiant Beer Co. Ryan, you're Ryan. the king. And Ben, our sound yeah. dude. Yeah. Thank you, Ben. Love thank it. you, brother. And uh, this was wonderful. So uh, We want to take a photo, though. Don't leave yet. Please don't do that thing where people leave really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Stick around. Yeah. But, uh, no, thank you all very much. And until the next time, from the three of us here, we'll see you around, kids.